Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Calvino and Ivan Ocampo. Yo-ho, everybody. We are back. What's up, guys? We are back. It's uh, it's just Ivan and myself. And a, uh, cow- and a cowboy. And Jasper, I apologize, Jasper. Please don't don't be upset of it. So, dude, I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, Jasper needs to play us a little welcome back, Carter. So he's been away. Oh, I like that idea. I totally dig that idea. We will put that here. (laughs) Welcome back. So, so in this episode, we uh, we will be smoking something, right? Uh, Like usual, Uh, and then we'll talk. You know we've got we got no no Nick, uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Corona. What else we got? Can you can you help me out here because I don't see much else on the notes. So we'll be talking about our March April issue and how that was affected by coronavirus. Our uh, May June, which will be out Correct. soon. Correct. So its release and some of, um, about some of its contents. Uh, little bit about the cigar industry and how they've been handling um, coronavirus. Um, you know. Also the contest, right? Don't we have a con- like a giveaway that we did last episode? It felt like it was last year. But it, yeah. <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And what, anything else I miss? It? Oh, we got some golf talk, too. Yeah, yeah no, it's not. Yeah, so. Pro sports. Stuff. All right, all right. So we'll get to that stuff and much more after the break. So I'm sorry. I'm in a goofy mood. Uh, All right, so we'll get to all that stuff and more after the break. Brothers Billy and Gus Fakie, former owners of the Cigar Inn retail shops in New York City, have put their years of experience serving a broad range of cigar smokers into their new cigar company, Artesano del Tobacco. Their first release, Viva La Vida, is a Nicaraguan puro produced at the A.J. Fernandez factory. Viva La Vida is available in five Vitolas a 6.5 by 54 Torpedo, a 6 by 54 Toro, a 6 by 60 Grand Toro, a 5 by 54 Robusto, and a limited edition Diademas Finas, which is a beautifully made Perfecto that's 6.5 by 52. Prices range from $10.50 for the Robusto up to $14.50 for the limited edition Diademas Finas. The cigars are not only made by A.J. Fernandez, but also distributed by him as well. Viva La Vida cigars are only available at brick-and-mortar cigar shops. So ask your local dealer for Viva La Vida or look them up at artesanodeltobacco.net. You can also connect with them via their Facebook and Instagram at Artesano Del Tobacco. All right, and we're back. So listen, I, I want to get right into these topics, but I got Jasper. I don't know if you can see him, but he's like waving his arms wildly over here. Jasper, what's your deal? What are we smoking today? Thank you, Jasper. Thank you for that. <laughs> Where'd you get this guy? Jasper, Jasper's pretty awesome. You gotta admit. Uh, I'm pretty psyched about this guy. I think he is a fabulous addition to our show. His mustache fits him perfect. His stash is like, you know, it's kind of funny, right? We were super Hispanic. And then, you know, it was three Cuban guys on the podcast. And now we've got Jasper. So I'm excited. We bring in a little bit of a cultural uh dynamic di- yeah thank you I was, I was at a loss there so listen today we are smoking since we're back and we're celebrating we're smoking one of our favorite cigars ever right this was our first cigar of the year 
Yeah. When I, when when we first started doing uh, top twenty five, it's the Oliva Serie V Melanio, the original Melanio, the OG, not the Maduro, which we also love. But uh, so a little bit about the cigar. It's a it's a Nicaraguan. Uh, it's made in Esteli, obviously, uh, at Oliva's factory. Uh, it's got an Ecuador wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, we are smoking today. We're smoking the Figurado, which is a box pressed, like uh, Perfecto, uh, six and a half by fifty four. Price roughly fifteen dollars and sixty cents. And uh, you remember we did the piece on Oliva's uh, like renovated and like redesigned factory, yeah, Tabolisa. Yeah. So if you've not, if you've not seen that, if you haven't read that piece, it's on our site. Uh, check it out. Go to the site. Go to the homepage and then search for Oliva. Uh, amazing what those guys are doing. And anyway, we'll talk more about other things that they're doing uh, in an upcoming piece in the May-June issue once we get to it. But what do you think about the cigar so far? We're we're like, I don't know, quarter inch into it. Yeah, I don't know if I can say anything that everybody does. That we haven't yeah, said already about the cigar. An, it's an amazing cigar. It's, it's I think it's my like go-to. I was trying to think about this. It's my go-to cigar whenever... Whenever I travel anywhere and I go into like a lounge around the country, and it's a safe pet every single time. It's gonna, it's gonna be awesome every time. And usually, so I'll, consistent. I'll usually like you know I'll talk to the, the store owners and you know let them know where I'm from and stuff. And they're always curious to see what I'm gonna pull. And I usually, I'm trying to think about it. I always kind of like go for like this because I want like a really ultra premium cigar, but that isn't gonna break the bank because I don't have you know. You don't have unlimited funds. No, I don't. Cigar Snob doesn't no, give you unlimited no, funds. No, but uh, we're gonna have to talk to the guy at Cigar Snob. But yeah, it's a badass one. It is. It is, and it never disappoints. And uh, yeah, not enough. You can't say enough good things about it. Uh, but let's try to right. So what I find the cigar, what I think is, uh, is so good about the cigar is just the beautiful balance that it has. Yeah. So. It's it's not a mild cigar, no. but it's also not an ass kicker. Uh, it's super flavorful, but at the same time, incredibly smooth, right? No harshness whatsoever anywhere on your palate. And then it has a really nice combination of like earthy notes and pepper notes and a little cocoa uh, and a little bit of cream and a little bit of cedar, but it's all at like a balanced level. And so that's what I love about this cigar. Yeah, I don't think I could have said it as eloquently as you did. Well, I mean, I get paid to do this. Yeah, but you basically said what I what I like about it. I if I had to describe it, it's like a bold, like it's not a weak smoke. It's a bold smoke, but it's very refined. So yeah, it's that it has. It's yeah. not an ass kicker, but it has a lot of complexity and it's very balanced. So. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna feel like you're killing yourself if you smoke this in the morning. But at the same time, you smoke it after a steak and you can you yeah. can totally enjoy it. So it fits in. So, yeah, I, I think it's a, a lovely, lovely cigar uh, at any rate. So, Nick, Nick's not with us anymore. Yeah, man, that sucks. We, Give us an update. Where, where is he? We have not seen Nick since he left. Uh, I thought I honestly thought he would spend more time around here, but maybe he just didn't like us that much. He was faking it all this time. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. Nick, Nick, uh, he's, he's you know, apparently he's, busy. No, he's busy. I mean, he's he's finally going to pursue that lifelong dream that he had of becoming a MMA fighter. Yeah. Uh, I know he's been training and working out. Are you impeding? Yeah, 
So I'm I'm looking forward to his like first match, man. Yeah. Yeah. At Ariette. <laughs> They'll have it there in the Grove. Uh, but Nikki, if you're listening, buddy, we miss you, man. Yes, uh, stop by for a smoke anytime you want, man. Uh, and you know what, Nick. Nick uh, was the one who started us on the whole idea of a podcast. Yep. So we are forever grateful because we love this crap. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's a fun, yeah, uh, fun part of our job. And I was missing it. So the so Corona is the topic of the day still. Hopefully right. everybody's safe. Yeah. Uh, got through this without any. I mean, I guess we're still going. Oh yeah, it. easy yeah. on the easy on the got through this. Yeah, There's a lot of people out there <laughs> who right now like drove their car off the side oh, of the road because you oh, said God. got through this. At least down here it feels like it definitely it's, it feels feel, more relaxed I here agree. in Florida. You know, I agree. My family's up in Jersey and they're like still like knee deep, and I'm like, what? your sister's still self quarantined yeah, in her yeah, room. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hopefully everybody's safe. But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely down here we are much more relaxed. I don't know if it's just our warm weather or our state politics who have kind of pushed the envelope of, hey, we need to get this thing going again. So I appreciate that personally. Everyone, what I've noticed is with this thing is that everyone has their own sort of compass that tells them what's too much and what's too little. Sure. Like, for example, my brother, my brother really skittish around other people even like his own brother <laughs> and my and my sister right so my sister and i we're, we're back to no social distancing we're hugs kisses i mean but we're still being uh cautious when you go out you wear your you have to wear your mask right and all that stuff but um but yeah we we've already gone past that right uh how but about you what about you guys every how was it the other day with your with uh with eva's birthday uh, everybody, and when I say everybody, it was a total of like 10 or 12 people. We got together. We were... Would it have been more normally? Would you have had... Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, so it did affect her birthday. So the, the number of people that attended were down, and then all of the seniors kept their masks on. During the festivities? During the festivities. Oh, shit. We had the, the elderly keep their masks on for precautionary reasons. And yeah, and everybody tried to, you know, maintain their distance at some point. Okay. It was raining like hell, so we couldn't be outside, which was the original idea. So we had to be inside. Yeah. So we, we, we tried to be a little bit safer. But yeah, everybody has their own level of precaution. Yeah. And what they feel is comfortable. Right. So last night we had some friends come over. We got to, uh, they, we hadn't seen them in a long time. So they were in their car and we spoke uh, basically in my driveway. That was the extent of the visit? Yeah, they stayed in their car and we were standing outside, you know, away from the car and we talked there for a good like hour. Uh it was well, it's it's uncomfortable, but they, they're very precautious. The wife works at one of our one of our hospitals here and she was telling me what she has to wear. She's gotta wear scrubs, uh the painter suit on top of it, three pairs of gloves, two masks, ski goggles, two so I mean she's in it. Yeah, right? she's in the weeds of this thing. So we have joggers jogging on our front side, and anytime anybody passed by without a mask, they were all running. So this just goes to illustrate yeah, yeah. the difference. Which is like, I think it's okay if you jog without a mask. And I they, do too. You're by yourself, like yeah. But they were like, "Look at these people. What the fuck are they doing?" And I'm like, "Oh my god." Okay, well, I, right. I can tell we're in different. Yeah, we're in a different level here of comfort. Yeah. So. All right. Well, yeah. Again, I we hope everyone's staying safe. I mean, 
I don't want to belabor that belabor this point too much about Corona, right? So yeah. let's move on. Let's talk about the March April issue, which we did get out uh, in the middle of this craziness. Uh, so we were we were I don't know about you, man, but I was proud that we got that thing out. And it's an awesome issue. And it was a great issue. Yeah, it's my abs on the cover, by the oh, way. Of course they are. If you don't know the abs that he's talking about, go to the website and check it out. It's still on the cover. It says uh, quarantine. We, we're still giving that away. Mm. Like if you go to the site, you can still get the copy, uh, the digital copy for free. So wh- what did we do when when we first released the issue? Let, let's let everybody know. Like we gave Okay, so we gave, we gave away the issue for free. So anyone who came to the website, uh, because the magazine was taking long to get out, it took about a month. It was late by about a month. Uh, again, with the printer being closed and then the distribution center being closed and all that stuff. It took a while for it to get out, so we gave it to uh, to anyone who came to the site could get it for free. And like I said, you still can. Uh, but then once we were able to, we shipped it out. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we've gotten we got a bunch of positive response about it. People were super happy. Uh, in fact, the uh, in the perfect pairing section, we did a Corley State Lane Vineyard uh, State Lane Vineyard Cabernet. Which was a recommendation by Pablo. By Pablo from Total Wine. Total, Wine. Total Thanks, Clutch Pablo. recommendation. And we paired it with a Placencia Alma de Fuego, which is a fantastic pairing. Uh, if you can get your hands on a bottle of Corley Cab, uh, my God, pair it with uh, Placencia Alma de Fuego. Really spectacular pairing. Uh, and so, like two weeks after the issue was out, I get an email from, uh, not even an email, on LinkedIn. The the uh, one of the owners of Corley Vineyards, oh Monticello Vineyards, which owns the brand Corley, Stephen Corley, he reached out through LinkedIn, thanking us for for having put. Is this is this? Keep going, keep so, going, <laughs> keep going. He thanked us. He thanked us for uh, for putting the pairing, and then he said, "If you guys like, uh, if you like our style of of Cabernets, I'd love to send you some more." <laughs> That deserves a horn. Thank you, Steven. <laughs> that was awesome. We we just got the box. We're super psyched. Uh, my sister and I will open it in a in a mail time video very soon. Super psyched. One more horn. Oh my god, you got called in the middle of the horn. <laughs> Thank you, Steven. That was awesome. Uh, and and again, try that pairing out and check out the issue. The rest of it is pretty awesome. Uh, so next issue. Is May June? I know what you're saying. Hey, it's the end of May. What do you mean May June? Yeah. But again, because March April was late, we have to give it its time on the shelf. Uh, so May June will actually come out in June, uh, and then we will work our way up to kind of catch up to what our dates were normally. It'll take us a bit, but we will catch up. So yeah, that May June issue just. You know, giving everybody a little bit of highlights on yeah, well, we're going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we've got a we got a story on Corona, but not Corona the virus, Corona the size. So we thought that that would be a fun way to incorporate Corona content without talking about the damn virus that has has upended our lives, right? Yeah. So so we've got a bunch of Corona talk in there. That should be fun. Uh, we've got and and so that piece will include like history of how the size came about and all that business. Uh, and then also the charity efforts of the different cigar companies and liquor companies, what they're doing, because I, I think that's been incredible. Like so many cigar companies have stepped up to the plate and made donations 
uh, and liquor companies the, the same. So we have Sean out in Texas who's written for us many a piece. He's putting together that piece. So that should be cool. Uh, and then obviously the ratings and then... Yeah, the, the harder part because of the lockdown is going to be the fashion and the events because the cigar events aren't happening now. Yeah. So, so we're going to do a little bit best of since we have such a, a treasure trove. Of, uh, yeah, of shots that stuff. never even made it or shots that made it, but maybe, you know, were you you maybe didn't notice them or you don't remember them. So we've got we got a bunch of cool stuff in that issue. So I think that's going to be that's going to be really cool. One thing that is not cool. Yeah, is the PCA. PCA is the new version of the IPCPR, which is our annual trade show in July, which was slated to happen in July in Vegas. And that's been canceled. Terrible. So I know you and I, we always look forward to going to Vegas. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a fun event for us. Uh, we get to see everybody. We get to see all our, our friends uh, that are uh, manufacturers and the retailers. So it's like one place where where we get to just hang out with all these friends that we've got for years that we've been hanging out with year after year for 14 years. We've been doing this thing and we've been going every year to the trade show. Yeah. And and so you build friendships over that that amount of time. Like these are some of these people are legit friends, right? Uh, that if I was in their city, I would at, you know, the first thing I would do would be call these people and say, hey, man, let's hang out and smoke a cigar. Yeah. So. So yeah, we we won't get to do that this year, and that's that's a shame. And the companies are are, are probably gonna hurt some not having the sales that they would usually have at this show. But then again, the expenses that they incurred going to this show, I imagine there's gonna be some savings there. So there is, there's definitely some of that. Uh, I've gotten all kinds of of mixed responses from uh, from cigar companies. So I, I reached out to a few of them, and. Uh, you know, and, and ask them, how does this affect you, right? Like how, and I think that the, the biggest thing that most guys said was that they'd miss the FaceTime, right? Yeah. That they don't get to, just like us, right? We get to, we like to spend time with these guys. And we're not trying to sell them anything. But in the case of the cigar companies, you know, they're, they've got this great working relationship with the retailer that that relationship has to be fed, right? Yeah, I like a, any relationship. There's a big difference uh, between sitting at that circle bar inside of the, the Venetian, whatever, and then having a Zoom meeting. Correct. Zero. So Zoom a lot of a lot of these guys are doing Zoom meetings uh, as a way to make up for that, right? So, so one one other guy. I'll read one of them. I believe we will not sell what we normally sell at the show. Keep in mind, for most companies, the show represents 20 to 25% of their annual sales. And they're doing Zoom Zoom calls and their reps and their territories. And it helps, but it'll never make up that. I mean, when sure. the show means 20 to 25% of your annual sales, it's hard to make up. Now, what you're saying is also true, right? They're not spending the money to go to the show. And so... Does that end up as a, is it a zero sum or does that end up a net positive? We don't know. Right. We'll, right. we'll only know when it's all said and done. I'd, I'd also be interested to see the type of uh, new releases that the companies are going to be doing this year. I, it's got to be pared back some because of all of this. No doubt about it. Right. So, you, yeah. You, 
you can but at the same time you you also and again i'm just i'm imagining this i did not ask the guys but a lot of these companies have on their calendars releases for this year that were already in the works a year in advance or maybe six months in advance and so that's the, they need to release it right because if tomorrow fda says okay we're moving the date where no product released after 2021 can whatever I'm, I'm making this up but if fda said that which they they could they you, you never know with them uh you want to have your your products in the market so that's the that's the part that i think is tough right like how do you get those new releases that you're invariably going to produce how do you get them out into the market without you know without the benefit of having all those retailers in one room and the excitement that you can give course, them of course for example, David, often you're walking them through a volcano that you set up on a trade show floor. Now you oh, that's to, a perfect example, right? Now yeah. you have to zoom a volcano into the background <laughs> of your meeting. <laughs> yeah, not, not the same thing. Not the same thing. So, um, so the the cancellation uh, is rough, but uh, but you know what? This industry has endured a lot, and uh, I know that I know that in the end, uh, they'll they'll find a way around it, and. Uh, It'll work out in the end. But uh, let's take a quick break. And we'll, we'll be... Talk, so we'll talk about a little of the cigar, how it's going. We'll talk, we'll talk on, the, on the other side. We'll talk about, about the cigar. What, how is it progressing? What, what do you got like? Uh, I'm almost... A third I'm, through. Yeah, I'm about a third. All right, so we'll be right back. All right, so we're back. And uh, so right before the break, you were right. We need a, an update on the cigar. Yeah. So... How's it? How's it working out for you? Just as good as it started. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Any changes you you set like anything? Because being a perfecto, the very beginning, uh, it 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 changes quite a bit. Because now you know you started off at I don't know maybe like a forty eight or forty six ring gauge at the very beginning, and now you're at the full fifty four. You're at the you're in the meat of the it. full Monty. You're at the full Monty right now. The full box pressed fifty four. So. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm getting some, you know, red pepper. Uh, yeah, definitely uptick, right? On the retro hail, getting more of the, you know, maybe some of that nut, uh, a little bit of wheat, uh, some caramel. It's very creamy. Yeah, it, it's super consistent. But but it definitely there ramped. is an uptick in intensity of flavors. Yeah, it ramped up. Right? Yeah, there is there is more of that pepper. Uh, I, I think that the pepper comes with some really nice sweetness too, though. For sure. Uh, I guess that's uh, the caramel that I got. Yeah, and I, and I think if you you say you know the nuttiness, it's a it's like a like a toasted almond for me. That's kind of like what the nuttiness tastes like. If you just took sliced almonds and toasted them, that's kind of the the flavor that I get. Uh, so what about what are you looking forward uh, to as as the corona and the lockdown and all this stuff starts to be lifted and be relaxed? What are you looking forward to? Can't wait to see some sports. I know, right? We didn't so know how much we missed, missed it. how much we loved it, right? Like, I know in my house, we're watching, like, we're re-watching episodes of The Last Dance because we we just miss it so much which was great by the way i've, I've seen like three or four of them but they, they, it's been awesome 
we loved it. Yeah. Loved it. My kids were like, oh my God. They couldn't believe how, like, you know, you've seen, they've seen highlight videos of the past, whatever, and how physical the game was. They couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe, how, like, they were like, what? That was not a flagrant? Like, Anthony, who plays basketball regularly, he's like, Papa, that wasn't a flagrant? No, man, that's, you get two free throws, buddy. That's about it. <laughs> that was against the Pistons. Yeah, the Pistons series were crazy. So anyway, that was, that was pretty cool. We really enjoyed uh, the last dance. Uh, what, what else have you, um, so, oh, wait, the golf. We had, we did have we finally did have some live, live sports. Live golf. Yeah, we, uh, we had that tailor-made, what was it called? I don't know. Drive for show. Drive for relief. For no. Drive, <laughs> drive for relief or something like that. You know, I found it strange that it was Ricky Fowler and, and Matt Wolf. Uh-huh. versus Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson seems perfect for this stage. Ricky Fowler seems perfect, but Matt Wolf is not a name that draws people. Well, you need you need uh, tailor-made people, right? You know, but isn't isn't Ricky a Cobra? He he doesn't. He's you a co- he he drives. Yeah, but you do also are his irons tailor-made? You no, need right? To, no, you so need, then you need, oh, he plays a tailor-made ball. Okay. Yeah, uh, you need some locals in the area. Uh, yeah, and I think uh, Rory's dad is a member at Seminole, which it's never been on TV before. So no, you've always heard. The I had story. never seen no, it. No, nobody's ever yeah. seen it. I was floored by it. it what an Even my mother-in-law was like, "Where is that?" Yeah, and I was like, "That's right up the road, Corbin. Right up the road, and none of us can get in." And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I they think, don't want my sorry ass there. No, it's, uh, sir. The Burger King is down the street. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. But it was great to see those guys carry their own bags, wipe spitting on their clubs and wiping off their own clubs. I, every every single shot, every iron, every wedge, it was followed by a spit, which I thought was really funny. Because that's what you do. I know, but normally you've got a caddy with a towel that's yeah, wet yeah, yeah. and he doesn't have to spit on it. Yeah. It's like here on national TV. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Uh, I was I was impressed by... How poorly they putted without their caddies. Yeah. Was it rust or was it their caddies well, or was it the greens or combination so of all? So short answer, it's a combination of all. And then what we're used to seeing is you're used to seeing the leaders of a tournament playing. And usually the leaders are the ones that are putting the best. I think that's a good point. And when you usually watch a golf tournament, it's on Saturday and Sunday. So the leaders who are putting the best have played that golf course probably like five or six yeah, times by this point, that yeah. week yep. already. So they know that green like the back of their hand. Yep. So these guys walk just got out, walk, fell out of their bed in the morning without seeing the golf course, went out there, played it. No, uh, uh, I forget what the name of the book is with the, all the, the yardage. The, it's a it shows the undulation, the undulation oh, okay. and the breaks on the greens without the caddy, without any of that. And they're just, and difficult pin positions, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't give them a break. They I wanted love, to show off that course. I love seeing those guys in shorts with the rangefinders. That was awesome. What do you think of, uh, sorry that I keep pestering you with the golf questions, but you're like our in-house golf expert. So uh, what did you think of Matt Wolf's shoes? They're in style. You know? I thought they were awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're in style. Everybody's got the. Uh, but but his are custom. Yeah, the the little rainbow pattern thing that it has. Yeah. Those were custom. It looked like a. It looked like tie dye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. 
I mean, it just had rainbow colors, but uh, but I thought they were awesome. Yeah, they're they're it's selling a lot. If money. they do, they have that model shoe without the tie dye thing, like without the custom. Do they yeah. sell that model because they looked so damn comfortable? What was it a Nike? It was Nike. You know what they have, and it and it's kind of plays off that. And it is this your recommendation, cool. like midstream I recommendation? It's the, like the Vice, the Miami Vice. So they're white Nikes with the. That fluorescent blue and pink. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're tight. They're yeah, super, yeah, super nice. That sounds like a Father's Day gift. I need to, I need to forward that on to the old Barbara. Yeah. So, what about? Oh, wait a second. Isn't this week? So this weekend you have uh, who is it? Like Peyton or Aaron Rodgers? Who's playing this you, weekend? You have by the by the way when this airs, that tournament already happened. Sure. So you got Tiger versus Phil Part Two. Which love that idea, which was awesome the first time. The trash talking is awesome. I thought there was going to be more of it the first time they played. Uh, Tigers are always a little tight lipped. Phil is a much better trash talker. Yep. But now they're playing uh, best ball and they have partners. So they'll have Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. That'll be a good time. Now, who, if you were playing one of these, who would you want? As your playing partner. Celebrity or pro golfer? Well, first give me one of each. So give me first a pro golfer. Who would you take in a skins match in the same format that these guys played, right? Was a What was that? A better ball skin? It's just best ball. So whoever whoever has So the you best play your ball the way to the green like yeah. these guys did. Yeah, whoever has the okay, best. Okay, so ball. best ball skins uh, teams. Yeah. So... If the other team has a comparable golfer to you, yeah, and and a pro, so the other team has a Rory. Uh huh. Who do you have? Give me John Rom, and I'll take. We'll take on anybody. Oh shit! The Brit- Spaniard, huh? Give me John Rom, we'll take anybody on. The guy's a stud. They had him. Uh, they interviewed him during the Ricky, the the whole Taylor made drive yeah. for relief. Did you hear that part? I did. And they interviewed him. He was like, "I would have loved to have played, but I'm in Arizona." And, right. But being a tailor-made player, I really it sounded like he was like, somebody, please send me a private jet. Oh man, he's he's one of my favorites. He's awesome. Yeah. So what about celebrity? Who would you who would you select the does she have to play golf? <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. A celebrity dude, keep it PG. Keep it PG. Uh, maybe yeah. Bill Murray, he was on the broadcast, so he's got to. He be was. Honest. He's got to be fun as hell to play with. I would want like a Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, just because yeah. I would. I would just be like losing at the every chance, right? Yeah. You, you want you want that comedy relief. And a guy it's like Bill Murray, right there, they're so funny and creative on the spot, and they come out of these things from left field. What about cigar industry guy? Cigar. Uh... Jim Colucci. Oh, Jimmy. With the two knee braces. Jimmy Colucci. Uh, I would probably take, from the cigar industry, I'd take Clay. Oh, good. Because Clay would nice also pick. have me losing it. Clay or Matt Booth. It's a toss-up. Yeah. Because they are Matt's so... not going to get any anything in the hole, but he's going to be fun to be out there with. Matt, it, you're going to be able to clean your ball on Matt's beard. Uh, no, no. With Matt, it would be awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's that'd be a good time. Uh, so then what about any, any cigar events? Is there anything happening? I don't know. I don't know how. Like, is the next thing we're looking forward to is like 
you know, I don't know, Spokane. I think I think Little Smoke is still gonna happen. Okay. The so, the one in Spokane. So Florida should be opening up fairly soon. The events, if we're we're ahead of the curve already on some of that, but I, I'm sure you'd be able to put enough precautions in to be able to be in an outdoor environment. Maybe it's not indoor. Maybe it's an outdoor tent environment where everybody. Well, yeah, that's what this one is. Yeah. So, would you? It's hard to put smoke with a mask on though. How would they allow? That? I know. Well, that's what I was about to ask you is. How would you feel in one of these events? So, again, you know, you're usually being handed the cigar. So, obviously, that would have to change. They'd have to do it kind of like our events where we give you the box and then yeah. you smoke from it. That way there's not all, all of that exchanging uh, your raffle ticket and all that stuff. That would change. That would change things quite a bit. Yeah. And there there'll probably be a cap to how many people they would allow at these events. So, speaking of cap, no, not a good segue. But uh, but the Corona. So right on the last episode of the podcast we did, we said that we would be giving something away. We obviously thought that we would have an episode much soon sooner. after. Yeah. But uh, but we do want uh, we still want to give give away stuff. So we've got we've chosen the winner, and the idea was send us a picture of yourself sheltering in place with cigars or with cigar snob or, and so Alexander Bell. From Mooresville, North Carolina. What Did a damn doing? good job. That was awesome. Awesome. I think maybe we can we can post this picture on our website. We'll have uh, Natalia put it up. Yeah. So check check the way. Well, we'll we'll put this uh, in the show notes. We'll put a link to Alexander Bell minus the gram. So he's just Alexander Bell. Yep. <laughs> well, well, uh, bad joke. So <laughs> well, he wins. Do you, like, you like that one, Jasper? Do you, like, <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I knew you like that one. <laughs> I love the Jasper laugh. I love it. Uh, that's so fucking perfect. I apologize for cursing. Uh, so, so Alexander, you. So you know, what we do need is we need to make sure that Alexander is of age he's of drinking, legal he's, smoking. He's, he's, he's got Coronas in the picture. Yes, he looks plenty old enough. But we're gonna need a picture of your driver's license. So, Alexander, if you haven't received an email already. You will soon. We uh, we'll just need a quick picture and uh, of your driver's license. We'll send them things out to you. We got cigars. We got no wait. Well, cigars. I don't know because of FDA. I gotta find out. But we'll definitely be sending them t-shirt, uh, an ashtray, stickers. So you'll be in good shape, uh, Alexander. Thank you for participating. And then along those same lines, our loyal listener Schmooze, the Schmooze. Simeon, a little listener feedback. A little listener feedback, or question, I should say. Yeah. He he asked uh, soon after the corona. He also asked this. He said, "What is the your preferred method to cleanse your palate?" Hand sanitizer. Ooh, I have nice plenty of done, right on right on the tongue. I have plenty of it. Yeah, just Ex- extra alcohol. a little alcohol bath on the tongue. That's how you do it. <laughs> So I, I'm guessing that uh, schmooze. I'm guessing you're talking about in between cigars, cleansing your palate uh, so that your next cigar can have the best shot at tasting the way it's supposed to taste. Uh, historically, people have always said uh, unsalted almonds. That's very specific. People say that all the time. That's uh, that's what they not personally very pra- not very practical. I know. I don't carry them around. I don't. I don't. No. You know what? I I just I drink water. 
I slush it around a good amount in my mouth, just kind of like cleared up. Like if it was wine, I just use water. Yeah. I use water. I don't. I don't get so crazy about it. And uh, you know, we we smoke a lot of cigars back to back here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you ha- you should clean your palate between smokes, uh, especially when you're doing ratings and things of that nature. That's when I find myself being most vigilant about that. But if I'm just hanging out. And I'm just smoking cigars. I don't know if it's maybe because cigars are such an everyday part of our lives that we don't get so crazy about it, right? Right. Like, I think that the guy that works all day and then gets home and two, three times a week is able to enjoy a cigar on his back patio. I think that guy gives the cigar so much more value because he's only smoking two or three a week or one a week or whatever it is. For us, it's like three or four a day and we're not batting an eye i mean so you know to to do the whole cleansing every time is a bit much for us at least for me i should say coffee whiskey it all works all of it works or hand sanitizer (laughs) (laughs) but no listen schmooze thank you for always uh always being on top of what we do man and, and always giving us feedback and stuff we love you brother by the way what are we sending uh alexander graham bell Oh, I, I said it. I said we would send them T-shirt, ashtray, stickers, okay, okay. hopefully cigars. But uh, I'll just have to check with our with our legal counsel. Sure. Make sure that that's okay. Uh, so uh, again, that's it. That's uh, that's all we got. What are you? Uh, what are you got? You got any uh, recommendation? What are you? What are you doing? Wait, wait. We got Memorial Day, bro. Oh, it's this episode comes out after. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have anything to recommend. We'll we'll have something for him next time. I know. I, I had a lot of I had a lot of home improvement stuff that I did, and I didn't use any good and interesting products. So it, it was bo- it was a boring quarantine boring? time for me. Really? Yeah. No, I would say if you haven't already done so, check out our quarantine staff video. Oh, very so very good idea. Go on to our site. Uh. We posted that on the site. We'll put the show notes. We'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes. If uh, you don't feel like going to the site, go to YouTube and just Google Cigar Snob Staff Quarantine. And uh, you get to see a little bit of behind the curtain, right? How we were handling the quarantine. I think it was pretty funny, too. It was good. I enjoyed it. I think, you know, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of video content that's going to start coming out of here. Uh, we We took you said it was a boring quarantine, but it wasn't. We took uh, we took this time to kind of revamp our our video production facilities. Oh, this is good. That's going to be awesome. I just meant my at home. I know, I know, I know. But he well, so here's the thing. During quarantine, I was coming into the office because we were media, which was considered essential, and no one else was in here. So yeah, we were fine. I was perfectly fine social distancing. So. I was in here working on our studio, so we uh, will have a bunch of stuff coming up. So stay tuned for that. Uh, thank you for for checking us out. Thank you for staying loyal. Thank you, even though we took forever to come out with uh, this next episode, but there'll be more coming soon. Yes, sir. All right. So thank you, guys. Thanks. See you soon. Jasper, bring us home. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. 
Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.